So, Father, in your mercy, please speak to us in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Um, this morning, we are speaking on fostering love. Fostering love. I think the word foster is not, is not a kind of word we use quite often in everyday situation. Um, but for some of us, we use it almost every day and some at least once a week. Especially when we meet this, this person. I wonder if you know this person. This person who is the official intermediary between public transport users and their chauffeur. Um, this person who determines the financial obligations of clients um, through consultative engagement. He also, she also acts as the manager of the daily financial sales of the transport enterprise. Do you know this person? Yes, the mates. So those of us who use public transport, at least every, coming here on Sunday, Macy will foster junction. So we at least use the word foster. So what does it mean to foster? Foster means to encourage the development of something desirable. To promote the growth. To promote growth of something desirable. To nurture. Now, our Proverbs wants us to, today, it wants us to foster something. Nurture, develop, grow something. And that thing is love. But the proverb is also showing us a specific context in which we are supposed to nurture this love. We can nurture love in various contexts, but the specific context this proverb is pointing us to is the context of friendship. So we see that the second column, but whoever repeats the matter separates close friends. The first one, whoever would foster love covers an offense, but whoever repeats the matter separates close friends. The parallelism shows us that the fostering of love is to be in the context of friendship. So, it's showing, Proverbs is hinting to us that the wise person is the person who fosters love in the context of friendship. Or the wise person, if you want to be wise people, we have to take friendship seriously. So Proverbs has a lot to say about friendship. Let's listen to some of them. Proverbs chapter 20, verse 6. Many claim to have unfailing love, but a faithful person who can find. An element of a true friend is that this friend is faithful. You can really depend and count upon this friend. Proverbs chapter 17, verse 17. A friend loves at all times. And a brother is born for a time of adversary. So there's this element of constancy about a friend, a true friend. In your lows and in your highs, this friend is there. This friend loves you. Proverbs 27, verse 17. As iron sharpens iron, 
So, one person sharpens another. A friend sharpens and shapes who you become. By ourselves, we can become dull and blunt. But a real friend will provoke and challenge you. Making you better than yourself. Better than who you are. A sharpening. Proverbs 27, verse 6. Sometimes this sharpening is, can be painful. Proverbs 27, verse 6. Wounds from a friend can be trusted. But an enemy multiplies cases. I'm just thinking about Judas. <laughs> Wounds from a friend can be trusted. Friends can tell us some hard things and it will be fine with us. Some things that are uncomfortable and it doesn't, it doesn't destroy us. I had such a friend. A friend who can be honest with you. Don't you want people who can really be honest with us? Not the people, sycophants, praise singers, just telling you always great things, but in their hearts, when they go away, yeah, that person. But friends who can be honest with you, and they can, you can just be you, they can just be them, and that's fine. I had such a friend about, he said something that has been over 15 years now, I've not recovered from. <laughs> something simple. So we are close from church, and a close friend, so I decided to go out and buy him um, yogurt and spring growth. So I bought some for myself and him, and I brought Yima, Charlie, make a chop. So Yima took the um, yogurt and the spring growth, and he says, I'm here. And he opened the spring growth for me. He says, see, um, Talia Bakon and the old spring growth, you know, um, be, uh, some, sometimes they have big beans, like two. In there. And he, tell, he told me that, yeah, honestly for him, he's not able to buy spring growth from, not to destroy anybody's business, but that's what he said, um, from the fine yogurt sellers. Because he really, he's not sure how they prepare it, and so he can't take it. <laughs> it's been 15 years now, and I have never bought spring growth <laughs> from the yogurt seller. But this was a friend, and it's not something, and that's the beauty about friendship. It's not something that I got offended. Eh, so <laughs> you're calling me cheap. <laughs> I'm buying you spring growth, and it was just simple. He was honest with me. He wasn't, he didn't say, oh, Charlie, thank you. Hey, Charlie, I'll chop some chill. This is go be. And then hold it, and as I turn, throw it in the bin. No, he wouldn't do that. This is a friend. Proverbs is saying that when we have such friendship, we are supposed to nurture the friendship. We are being told how we can promote, how we can foster love in our friendship. If we want to have quality friendship, we need to foster love. And the proverb is showing us a way we can foster love. It's a simple thing, but it's an important thing. This is what it says. It tells us it's the same thing put in different ways. Whoever would foster love covers over 
an offense. But whoever repeats the matter separates close friends. Repeating the matter. So the negative thing the friend did or said, you are always bringing it up. Do you remember what you said to me a few weeks ago? You remember my birthday five years ago, what you did? Three years ago, what you did? I'm telling you, my birthday is coming in two months. You are repeating the matter. And this is constantly embarrassing you with your failures. The proverb is saying that if we do this, close friends can be separated. If you fail to cover, but always bringing up the issue, the wrong that has been done, close friendship can be torn apart. In the second column, there's also a hint of something. He says, but whoever repeats the matter. So there's also this element of gossip. Spreading rumors or negative reports about people which you are not even sure about its truthfulness. They are spread to hurt a person. You see, the interesting thing is that a gossip may turn out to be true. But it, st- it still doesn't exonerate you. It doesn't make you wise. It still makes you, in the context of Proverbs, a fool. You hear something, and it could be, for example, that you hear something about me, my friendship with some other person. And then you go on. Here the word repeat is just to pass it on to another person. That rumor that you heard, you are also passing it on to another person. And the proverb is saying that with that, it has the potential of separating close friends. Friendship that has been forged over time through some difficult and hard times, it says that a gossip can ruin it. We don't foster love, we separate friends. We don't cover by forgiveness what we've been seeing for the past two weeks. We don't cover the offenses and the sins of people through forgiveness, rather we spread it. And here the proverb is showing us that, and the other proverb that says, this is what a fool does. Spreading certain things, certain wrong things about people with the intent of hurting them. It doesn't mean that, as we have seen, a friend doesn't say things that are hard and difficult. They do. But the difference between a friend in Proverbs and the fool is that the fool spreads those things to hurt not to build up. Whoever repeats the matter will separate close friends. I think some of us, we have had this experience 
Some of us, we have lost some friendships. But rightly so, some friendships have to be broken. I had a close friend. Our friendship is got broken. Before I became born again, I had this friend. We did three things together. One, basketball. I was his disciple. So he, he was good. Frank was good. So he comes to my place. He was at Old Road. He comes to New Road. And we go to UPSA campus. They are caught there. And we have to go early, around 2 o'clock, when those who can really play don't come. The sun is scorching. And the amateurs, is our practice time. You are sweating, but you are happy that you have a free court. So he was teaching me. So we were doing that. Close friend, he was teaching me basketball. But on Mondays also, I go to his house. And we watch things you do for love. So remember, it was aired on Sunday. So he records it on the Sunday. And Monday, on repeat, we watch it. After things you do for love, we watch pornography. A close friend. And then perhaps we go and eat wache. So basketball, things you do for love, and porn. What do you think happened to this friendship after Jesus saved me? Charlie, do I want to know God or do I want to know porn? I have to run away from such friendships. So some friendships would be separated, must be separated, and rightly so. And maybe for you, you are thinking about some friends in your life. That if you want to be a wise person, those friendships need to be broken. But there are some other good friendships that we have lost. Some things that you unburden to the friend, the friend went on to repeat the matter. It didn't just stay between the two of you. Somebody else got to know, and another person told another person not to tell another person who also did the same. Till you were told your own story. And we have lost some good friendships. Some friends, they are unable to cover, they are unable to forgive. We have lost the good friendship. So what has happened is that for some of us, anytime we hear about friendship, we are really skeptical. In fact, we have an adage in the local language. The crowd doesn't have a head because of friends. So anytime you see, you go to the market and you see a crab, you know that friendship is not for you. Some of the experiences you've had and others have had about friendship, they are telling you that, Charlie, the only thing they tell you about friendship is that, be careful. But brothers and sisters, listen. Proverbs is saying that if you are going to be a wise person, true friendship is inevitable. You have to nurture love in friendship, not be skeptical about friendship. You have to foster love in the context of your friendships. Not to always just, you are just watching. 
if you are going to be a wise person, if you are going to be a wise person, the book of Proverbs says that friendship will play a critical role in that. So what do we do? With these experiences you've had where love was not nurtured, that you have been wounded, what do we do? We have to hear this. John chapter 15, verse 15. John chapter 15, verse 15. I no longer call you servants because a servant does not know his master's business. Instead, I have called you friends. For everything I learned from my father, I have made known to you. Jesus speaking to his disciples says, I am calling you friends. In the Old Testament, to be called a servant of God was a big deal. Not many people were called servants of God. But now Jesus says that, listen, I'm not even calling you servants. My relationship with you is going deeper. I am calling you friends. And this is the kind of relationship Jesus offers to us. To be our friends. You know, some friends repeated the matter. Something they knew about you. But what did they know about you? Very little. Very little. No matter how long you talk with them, they know very little about you. At least even your intentions and some of your motivations, they don't know. But think about one who knows everything about you. All that you did, you plan on doing, you intended on doing, your actions and intentions were bare and clear before him. But this friend, he's not going around repeating the matter to people. He's not coming to your pastor and says, I want to tell you something. What I saw in her mind the other time, I can't, I'm even shocked. Jesus knows everything about us. But because he's the true friend, he's not going around repeating the matter. Some friends failed to cover, failed to forgive, they failed to nurture love. But how does Jesus cover us, cover our offenses? How does he foster love? Not simply by refusing to repeat the matter. That's what he says in verse 13. Greater love has no one than this. To lay down one's life for one's friends. As the true friend, he covers our offenses by his own death. 
He lays down his life for your offenses. Can we find a friend so faithful who will our sorrow share? Jesus knows our every weakness. So, brothers and sisters, this is what we need. With the experience, bad experience of human friendship you have experienced, this is what you need. You have to believe and receive the friendship Jesus offers to you. And truth be told, some of us, good friendships were raptured not because of what the other person did, but because of what we did. You were the offending party. And so, for some of us, we want to even give up on friendship. We are unable to move past that. In Jesus, you have a friend who forgives you for messing up friendships. So that in him, through him, by the grace you receive from him, you are able to move out and foster love in the friendships around you. In Jesus, we have the friend we need so that through him, we can foster love in the friendships we have. Another hymn writer said, could we bear from one another what he daily bears from us? Yet, this glorious friend and brother loves us, though we treat him thus. Though for good we render ill, he accounts us brethren still. One who has unreliable friends soon comes to ruin, Proverbs 18, 24. But there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. He heals our wounds from bad friendships and he forgives us for destroying friendships so that by the grace we receive from him, we can move out in hope and strength to foster love in the friendships around us. Shall we pray? What a friend we have in Jesus. What a friend we have. What a friend you have in Jesus. I want to say, Lord Jesus, I thank you for being such a friend to me. To me. A friend who sharpens me, who is there to build me up, who loves me at all times. Who doesn't flatter me. Who tells the truth to me. Whose word about me and opinion I can, I can depend on and I can trust. Who knows me through and through. But doesn't find me offensive. Jesus, thank you for being such a friend. You want to pray and say, thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus.
some of us talking about fostering love in friendships. We, it appears we are lonely. We feel quite lonely. We, we don't see any friend. It doesn't start with just moving out and looking for people. It begins with Jesus. So you want to pray that, Lord Jesus, I want to know your friendship. To walk with you as a friend. To deepen my friendship with you. The reality that you are a friend bring me into. Not somebody who died for me 2,000 years ago that I sing about once every week in church. No. But to know the reality that you are the constant, dependable, always loving companion. Jesus, bring me into this reality. Shall we please pray? Do you need healing from friendships that have gone sour? Good friendships that have been destroyed. Have you been wounded by a friend? You have a friend who gave his life for you so that he can heal you. You want to ask him for healing? Heal me, Lord Jesus. If we are going to be wise, we need friends in our lives. You don't want to remain wounded and skeptical. You need the healing that he offers so that you can step out in faith. Knowing that indeed he can bring people your way who can sharpen you. Whom you can unburden to. And you don't have to be afraid that they will be going around repeating the matter. Saying, Lord Jesus, I need your healing. The friend indeed heal my wounds. Heal my wounds. Heal my wounds. And maybe some of us, we need to ask for forgiveness. You have destroyed a good friendship. Your own friend or some friendship, you know, you have destroyed some other people's friendship. You want to come before him. There is a friend who knows you. Say, Lord Jesus, I ask for forgiveness today. Forgive me for failing to foster love and being a fool separating close friends. Oh, the friend who stays closer than a brother. Forgive me. Forgive me. Have mercy upon me. When I have taken certain friendships for granted and I have not cultivated love, deepened it, Lord, mercy. Mercy upon us today. Mercy upon us. And lastly, let's pray that true friend, by your grace, 
May we move out and nurture love in the friendships you have given to us. And cultivate love in the friendships. We want to be wise. Help us, true friend. Pour your grace upon us that we can be good friends. People who foster love, give us grace. Shall we please pray?